Hello, and thanks for joining us at Riff Raff News. Before we plunge in at the deep end, just a brief introduction. I'm Guy. And I'm Sean. And Riff Raff News is just us. Commonal Garden Joes musing on the week's main stories. No producers, no celebrities, and definitely no sales. Just chat and some laughs. Please give us your thoughts at riffraffnews at gmail.com. And without further ado, time to dive in. Enjoy. Good afternoon, Guy. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Sean. And how are you? Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, bit of a problem with the back, but that's, um, I think that's creaking old age. It's um, like an old car, really. You know, it needs a bit of servicing and oiling up now and again. But, uh, oh, right. <laughs> but so, uh, so what, um, what, what, what news items have been catching your eye in the last few days? Well, I think, again, it was a little bit like last week. It's not been, other than royalty, it's not been mm. an incredibly busy news week. But what, what caught my eye was the fact that we've had both Sunak and Starmer giving major keynote policy speeches at the beginning of the year so mm. i thought it'd be good fun to um to dissect those speeches mm. it's not going to take very long but <laughs> <laughs> dissect those speeches and to uh maybe uh trade um trade thoughts yes. on their various ideas when did this all come about because um they didn't used to give new year's um policy speeches it's a bit like the pope and the archbishop of canterbury now isn't it the uh the uh, Prime Minister and the Leader of the Opposition giving us their views and what they're going to do in the in the coming year. And that seems to be a fairly new development. Yeah, it, it, it does. But of course, once one's done it, the other one has to do it, don't they? Yeah, so, yeah I guess. And it's probably been accelerated this time round by the fact there's less than two years to go mm. until the big day. Yeah, yeah. Something to look forward to. Set your oh, calendar. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So what did um, what, what did the, the our beloved prime minister have to say for himself? Well, it's it's a funny one. We'll come on to that in a second. But the, the thing that really made me laugh is the fact that uh, of all the places in all the UK they could have booked, they both ended up booking the Innovation Hub in East London, the it, same it, place. <laughs> it's like wearing the same dress, isn't it? <laughs> well, it did, well, that would have been even funnier. But yes, I take your point. <laughs> <laughs> The, the innovation. <laughs> but how do you end up booking the same place? I don't know. Maybe they got it cheap. Maybe they booked it as a joint deal or what have you. Do you think? Ah. Save money, you know? Maybe, uh, or maybe the innovator, whoever runs, I mean, top marks to whoever's the marketing manager for the innovation hub. Yeah. Managing to get yeah. both of them along. Um, it must have yeah. been quite interesting, mustn't it, to be, if you're managing the, the innovation hub, to make sure that all your staff show total impartiality because they could hardly turn around and say, oh, I much prefer that lot we had in yesterday. They were dreadful. They didn't tip at all. They were mean as old boots. I'll have a cup of tea, please. And he was eating It would jelly. be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be a fly on the wall there, yeah. Well, they could have... Anyway, and, yeah, yeah, anyway, I'd go on, No, go on, go on. I was going to say they, they should have... One of the... Um, one of the television companies ought to have gone in there afterwards and interviewed the staff as to how they found 
comparatively speaking, the two different sets of people who were in there one day after the other. That that would have been an interesting thing to have heard from. Yeah, fly on the wall stuff. Mm. But to just to round that off, I thought it was quite funny that um, Sir Keir Starmer said during uh, the beginning of his speech, we booked it first. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's real, real sort of. Anyway, anyway, mm. so Sunak, Sunak. So um, it's quite interesting. He's He obviously believes in the number five. Okay. Uh, and regular listeners to our podcast will remember we we talked about his five-point plan for uh, illegal immigration a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's gone to the number five. He's come up with five promises. Uh-huh. And I, there, there is a spoiler alert here for those people who haven't yet watched it on YouTube. <laughs> In, once you've got past the five promises, you probably should stop there because there's very little substance uh, so uh, it really is to me I mean, to be honest a series of sound bites with very little if any how uh, um, in fact most of the how how to achieve the five things is about something else altogether but that's just an aside oh that's a shame um, especially if you were building up to that looking forward to it and you'd got it in your diary and 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 you y- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a, a yeah. bit of a disappointment then. It's not not quite. It the, would, wouldn't it? The, the blockbuster Bob was expecting. Not really. No. But anyway, mm. the top five. Then these are do, Sunak do, promises do, for building. Do, 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 do. At number five. <laughs> Don't need sound effects. This is number one. So <laughs> we are going the other way round. <laughs> Well, Look, I'm having Gamachini. enough trouble as it is, Sean. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't get me in reverse order, Paul Gamachi. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, the first one. Uh, this is this did make me laugh. Number one is he's going to half inflation this year. Mm. So, so my thoughts on that are that it, unless you've been on the planet Zog, you you know that mathematically you cannot fail mm. on that one. Because obviously, at some point during the year, all the big price hikes in fuel mm. and uh, food and other goods obviously fall off that inflation calculation. So I, I'm staggered that that, mm. that 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 is a claim at all. What it's, do you think? It's not really. I mean, it springs to mind that um, they they weren't taking um, responsibility for inflation going through the roof but no. it would appear that they're more than happy to take responsibility for bringing inflation down well you can't have both can you you've either got to be responsible for having pumped it up to 11 12 percent in the first place um or yep. or you um can't take responsibility for it coming down it's, it's bank of england action isn't it as you say it's um it's also all the metrics in terms of the price yeah. of gas and electricity coming down as you quite rightly point out so that's a nothing isn't it it's like taking responsibility for all the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning well i think we all know well, that that's don't it. We? <laughs> let's hope so <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so we we hmm. weren't bl- we weren't blown away by that one no uh, now the next one is no time limit on this one. The next one is grow the economy for better paid jobs and opportunity across the country. Oh, okay. well, yeah, that's um, <laughs> if there are no limits or no, um, there's no target date for that, then what exactly does that, what in the year 2050 or, or 
um, next month. It's, it's pointless, isn't it? Really. Well, it's it's all right, isn't it? But but what what's what I struggled to do because I did go onto the gov site and read the speech. Oh right, how about that? Yeah, that must have been exciting Pretty, for it? you. So what what I was looking for, you know, call me old fashioned. I was looking for the headline and then two or three things that that might deliver it. They were going to do. Uh, yeah. So yeah, well, to be fair, he did he did say that at the heart of economic growth is innovation, which is probably why they were in the innovation hub. Mm, that makes sense. Makes sense, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they're going to lob £20 billion of government money at uh, artificial intelligence, life sciences, fintech and green tech. £20 um, billion. I've no idea if that's new money or they were already doing that. But mm. um, uh, and, and, oh, the other thing was uh, seizing the Brexit opportunity by way of agile regulation. Well, That's of course, we, grow the economy. we've had a long conversation about Brexit opportunities, haven't we? And and mm. um, I think um, Mr. Rees-Mogg was the man who was in charge of seizing Brexit opportunities, wasn't he, before he was unceremoniously booted out from that particular office when Mr. Sunak took control. But I, I, I don't know whether there's any more depth on that one, but... Perhaps you can tell us, Guy, what, really. are the, what are these Brexit opportunities that we're going to see? So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some some trade deal, what was it, with some obscure country in the middle of nowhere, I think. So. Yeah. Uh, I've, I think there's something about, isn't there, there's a whole pile of regulation which allegedly gets in the way of small business. But, but when you read what small business um, owners mm. are saying is, look, we've got it sorted we know what we're doing mm. what we don't now need is somebody telling us oh it's not this it's this yeah anyway um i think other things on his mind here which i guess he has a point uh apparently a quarter of the workforce are inactive now i wasn't sure whether he meant that a quarter of the people who are working are inactive, <laughs> <laughs> which would be a problem <laughs> yes i thought you'd like that <laughs> or a quarter of the people who could be working <laughs> were inactive. But um, so he's going to make it easier for people to come off of benefits and back into the workforce. Right. And that's your sort of area of speciality, isn't it? Well, so I'm not sure what you think about that. Well, I presume that means that there's there's more going to be more tinkering with the taper, if you'll excuse the expression. Um, I in will. The- <laughs> In that they're going to allow people who move off of benefits to keep more of their benefit for longer whilst they can start earning. Um, and, and mm. I, you know, I mean, that's no, that's no bad thing, I guess, but I'm not sure that that's going to have the necessary, uh, provide the necessary incentive for people to come off of, off of benefits. And I don't think it's necessarily necessarily those people on benefits i mean we've got the lowest unemployment that we've had for 40 years now so it's not those people who have left the labor market i think we've established that the people who have left the labor market are those who can support themselves and are not reliant upon the state for income and they're going to have a job getting those people back into the labor market if they've now settled and they're not interested in coming back and, you know, bridling themselves. Do you remember the term that they used to use in the banks? I'm not sure whether they still use it when you used to work for the bank. They used to say, if you're still in harness, 
Do you remember in harness? Uh, no. Oh, well, no. That's, that's, what, that's what they used to use in the bank that I used to work for. They used to use it quite a lot, that if you're, if you're still in harness, which obviously gives off the... Uh, the vision of of like a cart horse with a big harness around your neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think that's what a lot of people have decided during the pandemic, that they're fed up with being in harness, they're thrown off the harness, and uh, it's going to take heaven and high water to try and get them back into the labour force, I think. Um, Yeah, so I think, think, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, these... And to be fair, these people, if they are supporting themselves, they will have surplus income then, mm. I would imagine, and be generating um, probably uh, PAYE pension benefits for the mm-hmm. Exchequer. They'll be generating VAT, mm-hmm. and they'll be spending their pension uh, with UK businesses. So you know, it's not all bad. This assumption that if someone's not working, that's a bad thing. Mm. Well, not if they're spending, because that's the one of the reasons they're not working anymore. They want to spend that money. But uh, I guess I better move on. And the final thing he said about that I picked up anyway, probably said a bit more, is he wants to make it easier for entrepreneurs to access finance, which has been a. I mean, when I worked in the the old DTI, that was mm. what I did. We, we were there to um, try and make it easier for firms mm. to access finance. So there's nothing wrong with that. But that's, this is the old that's not groundbreaking. Business development loans and, and, and that Yeah, that of sort thing. of thing. Yeah. Um, business angels, um, yeah. venture capital, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're, actually, we're quite good at, good at that as a country. So yeah. I think it's a throwaway line. So really nothing concrete. No. Um, and so I'll move on to item three. Is that okay? Yeah, no, no, please. Yeah, please. Do. Uh, we've, uh, yeah, yeah, we've, I know. Yeah. You're keeping count, aren't well, you? Well, I yeah. am. I, I yeah. wasn't. That that was item two with a load of um, load of extra points within item Stuff. two. Yeah, yeah. So item three with no extra points, which he just said, was going to make sure that national debt is falling, so we can secure the future of our public services. In other words, borrow less. Mm. Um, national I, debt is falling. Well, falling. Um, yeah. Mm. Well, that's not a bad thing, is it? No, I, I, I suppose it's not a bad thing. But you don't... Um, we're in the middle of a recession, aren't we? Or we will be in the middle of a recession fairly soon. It's a funny time to start thinking about cutting national debt, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, I, I saw that as the equals. That's the thing that happens as a result of um, halving inflation. mm growing the economy and therefore increasing the tax take in particular uh, and other measures he's already put into place so um, if you look at the hunt budget that that in the medium term will reduce national debt so so i found that if for something that was supposed to sort of inspire presumably voters Mm. that one's a bit dry i thought you know, mm. if inflation is dull, then then once you yeah. talk, talk, start talking about the national debt, majority of people's eyes glaze over. I would have thought. Yeah, and it comes back to what you were saying just now, doesn't it? About um, growing the economy. None of the none of the the IFS and 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 the the institutions that make these predictions are suggesting that the economy is going to grow to any great degree. Over Not the in next the next twelve months. No, no. It's the other way around. So no. if if you're um, if you're not if you're not putting being successful in those measures, then the only way you can look at reducing the national debt is by cutting back on public spending, isn't it? And I, 
how can you yep. do that in the current climate? I mean, that is just... Um, so it's all a bit... To me, it would all appear to be a bit pie in the sky, a bit sort of wishful thinking, unless he's got something that yeah. we don't, you know. But I think it's the hope value. I think that genuinely, and, I, and I'm not being facetious, I think him and Hunt and the rest of the party just hope, as is often the case, as all the forecasts of doom and gloom are overcooked, mm. and that, you know, it's, it's cyclical. And we've been through in 2022 one of the worst economic years imaginable. And yeah. hopefully it bounces back. But anyway, that was item three. Yeah. Not much more substance on that. And we'll finish on two that are a lot more colourful and, mm. and certainly generate more column inches. The fourth one was to reduce, well, he said he, NHS waiting lists will fall. Now, he didn't say whether that's by one person or by a million or by five million because there's seven and a half million people waiting for yes. some sort of treatment. Um, but not really much. There's something about 7,000 nurses. Uh, and, and, well, sorry, an, an additional 7,000 beds. And then the the obligatory, my dad was a doctor, I grew up working in my mum's pharmacy stuff. Mm. Um, and he's tasked uh, a workforce strategy uh, with, on some people as how we can make the work workforce more flexible in the NHS. So nothing like a a strategy workforce or a workforce strategy to sort of solve all our problems there. <laughs> Sounds a little bit Sir Humphrey to me, that one. It's all a bit vague, isn't it? You know, I I, yeah. I think, again, the um, the predictions that, that um, the waiting lists are going to fall is is no great shakes because after the pandemic and, and if, you, if you're hopefully coming through the COVID uh, and you're freeing up your your doctors and nurses to be able to deal with other things then you should be able to do more of your day-to-day um surgeries and what have you which you weren't able to do during the pandemic that's no great shakes um so they will no. I, I think over time the waiting list to a degree will fall um so but, actually the first four oh sorry to interrupt mm, but the no, first four if, if you're harsh you'd say well all these are going to happen anyway mm, mm. yeah yeah i would have said so i mean there are other crises with the national health service that i think he's not i mean he's always well saying waiting list that that's um arranged surgeries isn't it that's not so much um no. i mean the, the 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 problem that they've got with regard to bed blocking and ambulances and social care all part of that same sausage um, that's there's no resolution to that, and that, that that you know the you can you can get hold of waiting lists to a degree because there's a lot of um, day surgeries that take place. Aren't there? Somebody goes in for a cataract operation, they're in and they're out within mm. within a day. Mm. They don't need a bed, so I can see how they can argue that waiting lists can come down, but that doesn't necessarily solve other problems that the NHS faces. But yeah, no, I I don't think so. Um, but uh, nevertheless, that's what he said. And the mm. final one, uh, which obviously he's talked about before, is he'll pass new laws to stop the small boats. Uh, if you come in illegally, you will be detained and swiftly removed. Unquote. So um, <laughs> that really goes back to his five-point plan of uh, of a few weeks ago. Um, 
I guess we haven't seen those new laws yet. I'm not sure what they were going to be now. Um, no. That's the problem with all these five-point plans. There's too many points, isn't there, by the time you... you well, sort of there's points on. under points, isn't it? It's like, yeah. It's, points um, under points, yeah. It, I, I think there yeah. wasn't... Is this part of the um, the automatic repatriation of Albanian nationals, for example? That was one of the things he was yes. talking about, wasn't Yes, it? that was... Yeah. That was, but then uh, you know, I was reading at the weekend that someone said, "Well, that may happen, but there's plenty of other nationals who will take their place." Mm. Yeah, because you don't think about the, um, the 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 guys on the other side that the, the actually having capacity issues. Um, those who who manage to fill up the small boats, they've mm. only got so many small boats they can get away. So what they're saying is, "Well, that's fine. If they're not Albanian, it'll be someone else." Yeah. It's it's not it's all headline grabbing, isn't it? But there's if you yeah. dig just beneath the surface, yeah. it's, uh, there's not there's not a lot to it. It's all a bit huff and bluster. I mean, it's like most of the points that you you were raising the point. No, I don't want to rehash what we've already talked about. But you're raising the point. No. we were talking about business development loans and encouraging um, entrepreneurs to get involved. In yes. If you're if you're a um, thinking about setting up an SME you know if you're a small or medium enterprise that you're you're looking say at starting up a, a restaurant why would what would possibly what 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 conceptually would would encourage you to do that in the current economic climate you'd have to be mad to want to step into that market at the moment you know there are cafes and restaurants and pubs going bust all over the country why would anybody choose now to step into that market i you know i just think whatever you throw at it until until you can see a recovery in the economy it's like a chicken and egg thing isn't it until you can yeah, see a, a recovery bit. in the economy you're not going to move to set up a business are you no no i wouldn't have thought so um but there we are there was so there were some other bits on education and his obsession with double maths for everyone <laughs> and it was, was it did he say 18 or 80? I wasn't sure. Uh, God, we'll be back at school, 18. guy. <laughs> if we're not, if we're not prepared us. to get back to work, they'll, they'll have us back, back at school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, yes. Even though we, we're paying our own way. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You know, I, my, my take on it was a little bit like... Um, uh, it was a bit like... It was exactly his back... For me... Having read it and watched a few of the sound bites, mm. it was like looking, watching a management consultant sort of come in to you after spending some time interviewing all your colleagues. That was used to happen in the business I worked, mm. and coming back with this sort of high-level stuff, saying we must, we should, we will, yes. but nothing really underneath it. it was like, well, yeah, okay, but how? <laughs> how? Oh. how? <laughs> yes, don't show me the what's, show me the hows, as someone said. Oh, yeah. But um, so, you know, I'll give him, he was slick, he was smooth, he always looks well, doesn't he? Mm. Um, he obviously hasn't Christmas too badly. No. And, um, he's still got those you know, short trousers, though, isn't he? Although he's got the short trousers, you, you but he's given up his Mexican, Mexican Coke. He's given Has up it, his Mexican Coke. Oh, is he giving up the, the, the cane yeah. sugar Coke? That's Goodness. it. Why yeah, has he done that then? But, but yeah, well, he said he he said he was going to because it's not good for him. Ah, uh, okay. Too much sugar. Yeah, it's but, also a drain yeah, so, on our balance of payments if he's importing all that 
stuff from Mexico yeah. when you could buy it from. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. You can't have you can't have a promise doing that. So you know that that was it really. So I'm sort of saying probably a seven out of eight out of ten for presentation, mm. but a four out of ten for content. So Sean, you've had a look at what uh, Sakir Starmer had to say. Yes, yeah, I, I um, nothing groundbreaking. I don't think I, I, I was looking at them in conjunction with one another, and I think it's a bit like um, if you're at a bit a bed and breakfast. The analogy I draw is that um, Rishi Sunak comes down early in the morning, goes into the breakfast room, and says, "I'll have eggs, bacon, sausages, mushrooms." beans toast and honey and he scoffs all his breakfast down and and starmer's standing in the corner of the breakfast room and says absolutely disgusting and and the the woman the the uh, the the landlady comes over and says um what will you have mr starmer and he says i'll have exactly the same but with marmalade instead of honey and that's that's the way right. I <laughs> that's the way I see this. It's, there's not a lot to to pick between them, but just in terms of what was actually said, there was no um, there was no five point plan or anything like that. And I think that's probably Labour have probably learnt their lesson from the Miliband gravestone. I don't know whether you do you remember oh, that? Oh, the headstone. The headstone. The headstone. That's right. Headstone. Yeah. It's a huge thing in the middle of a service station or something, wasn't it? Yeah. I can see yeah. this thing. <laughs> <laughs> came up with that? <laughs> um, so there's no five points. There's no sort of cards. No and, five points. No, none of that. It was a, it right. was a series of um, sound bites, really. Um, so we, we we started with adopting uh, the the Tories take back control. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, uh, the the they're going to introduce when they get in a take back control bill, um, devolving powers to local communities. I mean, how many times have you heard this that um, we're going to be devolving powers to local communities? It's all a bit. Uh, vague and fluffy as to uh, as to what they're going to devolve. Um, there's a there's a list devolve, and this was the interesting bit. They're going to devolve new powers in inverted commas mm. over employment support, transport, energy, climate change, housing, culture, and childcare provision. So there's a huge okay. sort of um, panoply of uh, of devolved powers one of the ones that I'm obviously quite interested in was employment support well this is like um, I would contend speculating here because I have no evidence that they would do this but there, there, there has been a move in terms of, of moving responsibility for job seekers across from the job centres to the local authorities and this would fit in with that because if they're going to devolve powers on employment support to the local authority that would suggest to me that that's no longer going to be the domain of the department of work and pensions if if that's the case now how that fits in with what they do in respect of the uh, central government grant is another issue 
some of the others. I mean, transport. Transport's a funny one anyway, isn't it? Transport within local areas is the, is the responsibility of the local authority, isn't it, in terms of... Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what, what, what are they talking about there? Energy... Is this, are they talking about solar panels and where you allow people to set up? You know, we're back to Mr. Reese Mogg again, aren't we? And uh, he'd love a, <laughs> he'd love them to drill or frack in his back garden. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Yes, I'd be perfectly happy with that. I <laughs> he could almost have been here. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what they're talking about when they talk about energy, because... Um, I mean, what yeah. else would they be talking about? Um, unless this is part of their great British energy, you know, the new... Maybe they're going to have different... Oh, yes, yeah. his £5 billion fund. Hmm. Yeah, the, the sort of green energy thing. Mm. Mm. OK. Um, climate okay. change, I mean, that all fits in with that, doesn't it, really, in terms of uh, whether you want to allow... Um, well, I don't know whether you want. How how would climate change be a local authority issue? Yeah, it's almost. Well, I suppose. Well, it is to a certain extent, isn't it? Certainly with emissions. I know that around our neck of the woods, Bath and Bristol now have mm. uh, low emission zones. But a they, bit of that. They've already got but those powers, haven't they? Yeah, they have. So, but so you can't ex exactly say, well, I'll tell you what, we're not going to have any global warming in North Somerset. <laughs> but they can. <laughs> they can have it in Devon. There's a there's a big bubble over North Somerset. That's right. That's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it's all sounding a little bit um, flaky. The question for you then. So, okay, it's all fine devolving all this power, but there's a huge assumption that these local authorities, councils, a have got the capability to receive that responsibility. Mm. And if they haven't, they've got the ability to recruit people who know what they're doing to implement it. Mm. And then the third thing is, and how much does all that cost? So this assumption by central government that there's, there is the infrastructure existing to be able to do all this stuff, I'm not so sure. No. I assume, again, because there are no, there's no firm policy there, I assume that this would be a budget that's currently centralised being shared amongst the regions. You know, like um, climate change, for example, at least a percentage of what's being spent in terms of climate change in Whitehall would go out mm. to the local authorities. But sounds very efficient, though, does it? Because some things have to be central, such mm. as rules on... We've already talked about it, emissions. Um, uh, things like... Um, onshore wind farms yeah they have to be central don't they Lo local yeah. decisions but policy has to be central. okay but yeah yeah okay uh, so this yeah. is taking back control this is what taking do you think about them using well what, what what do you think about that someone using a boris expression then um well i was i was reading about the rationale i don't i personally don't like it i think it it's almost like um um it's almost like giving credence to the original argument. It's cheesy, I think. Yeah, I mean, his argument is that it's it's internally allowing local people to take back control of their lives, and the the argument that I read was that it um, 
it feeds into those um, red wall seats where they that, that's what they voted for taking back control and that this is Labour realising that, that Brexit needs to be made to work and, and this is giving them back control of their own communities I mean that 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 was the I think part of the rationale but I personally don't like it as you say I think it's um well, I think a majority of people I know and uh, uh, they, they they really don't want control <laughs> they want someone else to do it <laughs> the, the, the sense that these all these activists were just yes. waiting to have the authority to go and do stuff and it's the same usual suspects you know, everyone over 80 you ever go to your parish council meeting I mean that's that's it's done. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I just think this is when the politicians don't get it. That all people really want is for, I think, central government to have sensible, achievable policies with an infrastructure to deliver them. Mm. And, you know, OK, we'll, we'll want a little bit of control over some things, but not, not these huge constructs which feel to me <laughs> just just makes you yeah, think there's going to be climate change I just don't get it no there's going to be hundreds of it do you remember um, Jackie Weaver it's going to be hundreds of, you have no control oh, here Jackie Weaver yes. All <laughs> oh yeah that pandemic so, that's, yeah. that's what happens when you give back you you have no authority (laughs) that's going to be happening all over the country with housing and and um uh, climate change and i mean that's another one housing it i i just don't i i are they housing again is already a local authority issue so i understood in terms of building uh, social housing. Yes, it is now. It is, yes. yeah. And, and yes, it is, social housing, yeah. So, so I don't, you know, in terms of, uh, are they talking about um, planning consent? Well, again, planning consent in theory is a local authority issue, but I, 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 it's all very vague. Um, and childcare provision, I'm sure these councils, as you quite rightly say, there must be people on these councils who are thinking, what the blazes, how, what, how are we going to deal with all this? Where, Where's the... Well, that's, you know, I simply go back to my experience, you know, running teams, you know, when when somebody on high said, oh, and you're now going to take responsibility for this. And you said, well, sorry, <laughs> how? Or do you want me to stop? <laughs> oh, nothing. Keep Just just do more. Oh, OK, thanks very much. Yeah. yeah. The, the uh, Anyway, and, yeah. and I, 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 as I said, I don't think the motivation for people to take back control is there. I think they want others to take back the control. Mm. Um, yeah, know, absolutely. People would just... Dis- disagree with me on that but uh, so okay. there, there, yeah. there were a few more interesting um points here well, as interesting um, as that right okay <laughs> i mean he goes on from that to say that it, there will be a right to request powers beyond these so local authorities can and, and okay. the default will be that they get them apparently so i'm not quite sure whether okay. you know, if, if um if for example <laughs> if for example north somerset wanted to take control of their own defense policy Presumably, they'd right. be able to say, we, you know, we want to, we want, we want to centre a few, a few yeah. trident um, in Minehead or what have you, and 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 off they go. So I'm not quite sure how or far. Or I might that's get enlisted. <laughs> the other thing that uh, I mean, this this all, um, I was interested to hear when you were talking about Sunak earlier, and and because there was a, there was a little bit of talk about devolving 
authority wasn't there in the Sunak speech, so I'm led to believe. And part of that was that... Uh, they took- yeah, there was, yeah, actually, a community stuff. Yeah, there yeah. was. I, I glossed over that, I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't blame you. I think my eyes would have glossed over as well. But there, yeah. there was a, there was a bit yeah. about a new elected mayor, f- regional mayor for the northeast, because the Tories love all these pan sort of like governors, yeah. aren't they? They become like the American yeah. version of governors. Yeah, it's very American. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not quite sure in my own head what they do. I mean, there's one for the southwest, isn't there? They, this this guy Dan Norris, isn't it? Is he still around? He was, wasn't he? I'm afraid I don't know. I mean, that's how much... Uh, yeah. A, a, a governor of the Southwest. Yeah, well, he was... Yeah, he's, he's the mayor of the West of England, I think it was called. I don't think Is they've he? got round to calling them governors just yet. It's a big patch. Yet. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a big patch, yeah. Um, and all his job seemed to be was he was a Conservative governor and his job seemed to be fighting with the, the mayor of Bristol, who was a Labour mayor as to what who's had responsibility for what it's just another layer of not really local people it's just another layer of government isn't it really but yeah the only thing i'm aware that the mayor of bristol has done and it's obviously i don't live in bristol is but is the um the clean air zone thing Mm. uh, which um is not for this podcast but uh has been organized somewhat questionably according to the locals but there we are yeah so okay. yeah. So, um, so what else? There was, <laughs> there, was um, uh, there was a bit where he said, um, "Are the British people just <laughs> expected to suck this up?" And it didn't come across on the recording. It it didn't sound like suck this up. Um, but <laughs> but I, I think he was he was he was talking about um, he was talking about the Tory policies, obviously. Um, but what yeah. was quite interesting, and I think underpinning all this was, um, uh, and I've 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 written this down because I want to make sure the quote's correct. We won't be able to spend our way out of this mess. Mm. which I think underpins the whole thing because that will have upset certain people on the left of the Labour Party. It will. Would suggest yeah. that they're not going to borrow to help invest other than maybe basic infrastructure mm. projects. And this is why I'm, I said right at the beginning, I think there's not anything other than the difference between honey and marmalade between what they're both looking at doing over a period of time. I'm glad you've explained the breakfast analogy, Sean. That's, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was pretty um, nonplussed, if I'm frank. Um, oh, I didn't mention the other thing he said as well. They're not going to open the big government checkbook. I mean, again, that's stressing the same issue. I quite like the They obviously haven't cottoned on to faster payments yet, have they? They (laughs) keep talking about checkbooks. When did you last use a cheque? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't used a cheque for years, it must be now. I've got a couple of checkbooks mouldering in a box up in the back bedroom. Yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were used to be out of I take the point, though. Mm. Sorry, go on. Yeah, they did. But I take his point. He's not. uh, What he's doing, isn't he? He's telling his left wing members, Mm. look. We're not going to suddenly um, go back to the Corbyn manifesto mm. um, of last time round. But uh, 
But there wasn't, and much even on if you wanted to, what they all what they all know now because of the the trussonomics, they all realised that if you proposed anything that looked like that, mm. uh, massive government borrowing or unfunded tax cuts were not going to do that. But if you did the opposite, huge government borrowing without a plan to reduce national debt, then the markets would say, yeah, you can have that, but it's an extra 2% on the yield, thanks very much. Mm, mm. Yes, no, yeah, I, so. I, I agree. But there's nothing particularly on... Um, it's very uh, very low on, on growth or, or how we're going to build the economy. Yeah. There wasn't... Although that, I would guess... That's why he again was at the the innovation centre um, to to suggest that they were at the, the as Howard Wilson would have said we're at the white heat of technology we're moving on and that's going to save us but uh, uh, very um, very underwhelming. So what um, did make me chuckle though was apparently even though they were at the heart of UK technology at the innovation hub apparently. <laughs> His newsfeed kept uh, going fuzzy to the <laughs> journalists who were trying to teams into the call. So <laughs> I've had a few, read that a few journalists just couldn't see what he was saying. You talked about the rather unfortunate pronunciation of one word yes. as a result of that. <laughs> uh, and, and apparently he was also in front of an orange robot. Is that true? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was like a big, like a... Because originally, I when I tuned in, I thought, oh, God, they've gone back to the JCB factory again. You remember where Boris Johnson was with all the JCB? That's but right. The, Get Brexit done, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was like a like a big crane yeah. arm that he was in front right. of. That, that, um, I'm not quite sure what it what it does or what it... Uh, they never told you that, but... Um, Wasn't the industry secretary in disguise, was it? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> who, who is who is the shadow indos, in oh, industry? Please don't. Yeah. So no. <laughs> this is this is another. This is a separate pod, isn't it? This was a real issue that he's got in yeah. that he's trying to find um, talent, yeah, uh, recognisable talent to put in his French bench roles because once you get beyond Rayner, yeah, uh, and Reeves. Maybe where Streeting's done quite a good mm. job of late, he's he's struggling a little bit. But that's another story. So so really then, um, so here's my theory. Going back to why do they do this at the new year? Uh, it strikes me because it's so content light that neither of them really intended on doing it. But once one found out the other was doing it, mm. they said, "Well, we'll both do it." And strangely enough at the same place and that would be my conclusion so I think we've learned very little unfortunately no not a lot was there and and I haven't um you know I can't that's terrible my my memory's going who's who's um who's in charge of the Liberal Democrats at the moment we haven't heard from them have we Davy. yeah is it Davy? yeah yeah it's right Davy. Oh yes, of course it is. Yeah, we haven't heard anything from him. Is he is he going to the innovation centre? That's <laughs> actually went there and no one turned up. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, we haven't heard from them. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't think there's much to be taken from either of those in terms of policy. Very policy like, weren't they? Um, and uh, a bit disappointing, really. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep scouring, won't we? We'll we keep um, 
an eye on what's happening and we'll have to come back with hopefully something more impactful next week. Yes. Oh, I should just say, whilst we're on the subject oh, yes. of... Um, uh, what's his name? Tice, the guy who's in charge of the Reform Party. They had oh, a, yes. They had yes. a, um, a press conference this week where they said they'd be standing... Um, uh, at every at every constituency in the country, three hundred and sixty odd constituencies, um, wow. against the against the Tories, because they said that the Tories have betrayed the legacy of Brexit. That was that was their their view. So, um, but I don't want to give them too much time. So that's enough because they haven't got any MPs. So we won't talk about them anymore. That's enough from them. But uh, just to, to give you a flavour of. Um, they didn't really have much policy either. They were talk- uh, Actually, no, that's not fair. Let, let's very briefly examine their policy. They were going to increase personal allowances for everybody to 20,000 um, overnight. Okay. Um, but they uh, yeah. they had very... Good so far. There was no idea as to where the, the how tax... How they pay for it. Yeah, how we're going to pay for that. Or there was just... just yeah. It's all just floaty, floaty, floaty sort of right wing. So they were a bit asleep during Trustonomics then? I think they, so. They didn't I keep, think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, bonkers. Yeah. But there we are. Sorry, you were saying, yeah, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled and um, see, what's, see what's doing. I don't know. Um, yep. And maybe next week we could we could um, see what's happening with um, with Harry. His book will be out by then, won't it? Yeah, I uh, well, it, it came out in Spain by mistake, didn't it? Mm-hmm. It's unlike Spain to be quick off the mark. <laughs> this is normally tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Well, let's do that. That's a wrap. Okay. See you next week. Yeah. Take care, guy. Bye.